welcome. Thanks for dropping in. Go ahead and pour yourself some coffee. Get cozy for a bit of conversation. I'm Katherine Beaver, your host, the voice for the Love Relationship Clinic podcast. I'm excited that you're here. Let's get into it. I'm so glad that you could join me today. I'm ready to just dive right into our topic for today. These are the best of times and the worst of times. Have you heard that phrase before somewhere? I know I have. These are the best of times and the worst of times. That phrase was published back in 1859 by Charles Dickens. And it has lived down through the ages. And people have used that phrase so many times repetitively over and over again, describing different events in time. So, as I was pondering and praying about our topic for this episode, I always depend on the Holy Spirit to speak to my spirit because only God knows about where you are and where I am and what it takes to encourage us where we are and to inspire us to continue to go forward and to keep moving and keep pressing until we get to where God so designed for us to be. And this came into my spirit. These are the best of times and the worst of times. And it sort of just kept playing over in my mind. And I began to ask the Lord, what are you trying to tell me? And wouldn't you know, he led me to the book of Genesis, around the 37th chapter, talking about Joseph's life. Joseph's life is a testimony and it is an example for us to live by. I was so, oh my God, I was so uh, taken uh, with Joseph. It, It was like reading it for the first time, although I've read it and studied it and You know, you've had it in Bible study. You've had it in Sunday school. You hear people talk about it, hear preachers preach on it. But it's nothing like reading it and just allowing the Holy Spirit to unravel key points and factors about what he's wanting us to get. These are the best of times and the worst of times. Like, Charles Dickens said, down through the ages, we too can testify about some of the places that we have been in time in our own lives. Uh, We would have considered it to be the worst of times. But when you really break it down and take it apart, you would see that some good came from it. Some good came from it. And when you read about Joseph's life, that's why I was just so excited to talk about it today, because it challenged me. It challenged something in me to want to 
be content where wherever God has me, whenever he has me, as long as he has me there. Because when you read about Joseph, that's exactly the personality that Joseph had. No matter how bad things got, no matter how long he had to endure, he remained faithful to God. He didn't question God foolishly. He didn't get upset and throw in the towel. When you read about his life, it wasn't pretty. I mean, he had a rough life. I mean, he started at an early age with his older older brothers, you know, because uh, Jacob, his father, loved him more than he did the rest of his sons. And and that's not a good thing. I, I can't I can't say that Jacob did the right thing by exploiting that with the other sons that here is Joseph and I love him more. He even made a coat of many colors. Read about it. Just for Joseph, because he loved him special. And you know, that created some kind of tension between the brothers. That created some animosity. And so that made Joseph's life a little hard at home because you got all these older brothers, and can you imagine what that was like, them always picking on him and putting him down and saying, uh, you know, making fun of him and, and, and all the ridicule that came with that. And so uh, needless to say, Joseph probably did not have a very happy childhood, even though he was loved so specially by his dad, Jacob. So what I'm saying is even in our lives, they may not be picture perfect. What we've, we've, what we've gone through may not be picture perfect. Everything in its place, everything done in, in the right order, and we arrived in, a, in, a, in the fashion that we wanted to. But in the best of times, Yet in the worst of times, Joseph let me know that no matter what we're faced with, there's something good in the moment. Come on. There's something good in the moment. And sometimes we just have to be still and just breathe and allow our spirit to 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 reflect and 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 believe me you will see that something good came out of it even in a painful situation and tragedies and you know you've heard that so many times how can this tragedy bring something good but most testimonies strong testimonies are birthed in pain they had to go through some pain. It was the worst of time, but it was the best of times. Why? Because of what I gained from it. No, I, I, none of us would ever, you know, volunteer to just go through something difficult and painful and 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 in a crisis. None of us would. But in the midst of it, the best time and the worst time. Joseph's life is an example. His brother sold him into slavery when he was about 17, maybe a young teenager. 
he was just being obedient to his daddy, going to see about his brothers. And because they felt the way they did about Joseph, they wanted to, they wanted to kill him. But one brother said, no, let's not do that. And they spared his life, but yet they put him in a pit. And when some uh, Ishmaelites came along, they sold him. And then they took his coat that his dad had, had, had so preciously gave him and put it in animal's blood and taken it back to Jacob and said, Joseph is dead. Some beast must have eaten him. Can you imagine saying that? What heartbreak that was to his dad and for the brothers. What betrayal in the worst of times. Yet the best of times. What came out of that? Yet Joseph was sold into slavery. And he ended up in Egypt and he was in Potiphar's house. And if you read the story, even the worst of times, he was a slave. But the scripture says, <laughs> it's so good. The scripture says, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Can, can, can you get that? He, it, it was the best of times at the worst of times. He was a slave. But he didn't focus so much in on what he was, but who he was. He focused in on the fact that he belonged to someone greater than Potiphar. He belonged to God. And because he belonged to God and God was with him, the scriptures say he was prosperous. And God caused everything Joseph's hands touched to prosper. And so that made Potiphar look good. Come on now. These are the best of times and the worst of times. Made Potiphar look good. I'm your slave. You my master, but everything I touch because of God, it's making you look good. And Potiphar loved Joseph and put him in charge of everything. So what I'm saying is when I read that, something inside of me just sort of bubbled up, you know, like it doesn't matter where you are right now. It doesn't matter what it feels like right now. It may not look very you know, prosperous. It may not feel very prosperous, but if you know that you're right where God wants you to be, then it is the best of times because something you're supposed to get in that moment, in that season of your life is something greater that you're supposed to embark upon. And that's going to go with you on through your life as, as Joseph did at Potiphar's house. Well, as you read on, Potiphar's wife wanted Joseph to lay with her. And when he refused, he didn't refuse just because uh, Potiphar was his, his master, but he served a greater God. <laughs> and he said he couldn't do that. You know, integrity, you know what I'm saying? He said, not before God. And he flee. And because her heart was broken and and dealing with rejection, she fabricated a lie on Joseph. He ended up in prison. Wow. He went from, from being 
and Potiphar house making all the decision and, and, and causing prosperity every everywhere he went, everything he did, end up in prison. But even in prison, look out, God was with Joseph and he prospered. These are the best of times and the worst of times. He could have been down in the dumps. He could have moped around. He could have, you know, laid down and just waddled in pity. But no, he knew that his dream had not been fulfilled. So therefore, God was still going to do it. And it kept him in faith. Even in the worst of time while in prison, he still allowed God to use him interpreting dreams and even years later finally he was brought out of prison to the king because the king had some dreams and it was told that Joseph could interpret dreams because he could he didn't come out with a bitter spirit he didn't come out with with um, the attitude that you owe me something. He came out prosperous. He came out feeling who he was. He was the child of the Most High God. And even coming out of prison, he could have had, like, you owe me something. But he just humbled himself before the king and, and, and to God and, 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 and told him exactly what God was going to do through the dreams. And even in that moment, he was taking a chance. The king could have had him killed, but he wasn't worried about it. Why? It was the best of times and the worst of times. God had a plan even in that moment of not knowing what was going to happen to him, God caused the king to see the spirit of God in Joseph. Now, come on. Prosperous in a bad situation. Prosperous in a bad situation. The best of times and the worst of times. So, that just let me know that however long God allows us to be in a season, look for the good. That's what I'm saying. Instead of complaining, instead of being woe is me, look for the good because believe it, it's there. God is working on something for the good. And so the good is going to come as a result of the pain. Every powerful testimony that you've ever heard or I've ever heard, it, was, it came through pain. Joseph's life was painful, but he did not live in the pain. That's why he could say, if he would say it here today, the best of times and the worst of times didn't break me. Come on. Now, can we be like Joseph? Can we learn and glean from his testimony about his life when you read about it and you see how he stayed faithful to God in the best times and in the worst times he stayed faithful. That helped me to 
decide no matter how long it takes, I'm going to look for the good because it's coming. Even when it doesn't feel good, I'm going to look and expect good to come from it because God's got a purpose. Why? And he is always trying to get us to the greater. So I hope that you were blessed with this discussion today. And so many times people ask me questions like that, like, why do God suffer us to go through so much? Or why as Christians seem like we we can't prosper as well as the world prospers? Look for the good. These are the best of times and the worst of times. Next time you're faced with something that challenges you, challenges your faith, think about Joseph. Hang in there. Be strong. Be consistent. Know who your God is and trust him. Because at the end of the story, everything that God told Sam, uh, Joseph when he was a little boy, revealing it to his brothers and his daddy, it came to pass. Every dream that God placed in Joseph's heart, it manifested years, years later. But it came to pass. So don't get in a hurry. Don't rush through. Look for the good because these are the best of times and the worst of times by Charles Dickens. And Joseph would say the same. Y'all be blessed. I end that on that note because I want you to be blessed and I want you to think on it, think on it, think on it. Hope that you continue to be blessed. And if you have been blessed today with the topic that we discussed, share it, like it, subscribe to this channel so that I can continue to be able to put forth the contents that people are blessed to hear. And it changes their life because I want it to be uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring. So thank you and be blessed and love somebody.